We're live right now. Yeah, Welcome dude. to the world, dude. We're live. <laughs> We're live. You like that? FX3. So you mess around with it a little bit, Brian, and then um, should get it. Should be good. Tobin, give us a quick sound check, brother. Check, check. Oh my gosh, dude. We have been waiting a long time for Tobin Miller to come the on king. this podcast, bro. Tobin, good to see you, buddy. What's up, world? Dude, you are a funny freaking guy, man. <laughs> I think one of the funnier times I've ever introduced a comic, well, two times it happened with you, was uh, during our show. I was like, give it up for Tobin Miller. And I'll usually hold out like, dude, you didn't even walk on the stage. You just walked through the front row just like this. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'll Giving do that. Giving out high five, shit like that. And then at Jared's show, I was like, how should I introduce you? You're like, just tell him I have a huge Johnson. So I was like, this next comic's got a huge Johnson. And then we were disappointed. Did they clap or no? Claps. Yeah, they no, weren't you were into like, it. Nobody's clapping here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, like, I like starting off sometimes super weird when I do stand-up, right? Because yeah, so it gets them out, it gets out of me it. out of my head, and it gets the audience out of their head. Totally. Well, Tobin Miller, uh, Baby Shower Comedy is your brand, brother. So um, we're here, and uh, we're going to be talking for a Tell little bit. Tell me about yourself, Todd. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, you and I know a lot about each other, I think, now, just for yeah. being boys in comedy, of man. Of course, dude. But you're from Hartford. Hartford, Connecticut, the heartbeat. And I and I went to Yukon. Did you? You didn't know this? No, you went Look to Yukon? We don't know shit about each other. Yeah, dude. I How old are you, there. if you mind me asking? 31 and change. 31? Have I already asked you if you know some people that I know? From UConn? Yeah. Well, Jack I Hayes, didn't know Nick that. Tree. No. All right. That's Jack all Hayes is a great name, though. Jack Hayes. He just got engaged. Hey, oh, Mazel Tov. Listen to this, dude. He got engaged. I saw some Instagram like uh, stories of him. Apparently, he enge- he got engaged at this restaurant, and he invited all of, like these family and friends to do a surprise post engagement so he did it like in the mountains and then went to the restaurant after i think it was in the restaurant but there was like a back room where everyone was a surprise oh wow and i was thinking to myself what if she said no like what if she said no that's better than doing it at a baseball game and like her yeah true true (laughs) but can you imagine like all right we're gonna still party she said no but like well maybe he would have left do you think he would have committed like I don't know. It? Well, that's all I'm saying. It's just the we got to hit him up just and the ask him. Sheer, what if she said no, dude? Sheer panic. Where if she said no, to go face all your family and friends and be like, "Have you been close to getting married or whatever?" I know you've seen women here and there. I had, I had, I've had one girlfriend in my life. I've only had one girlfriend. Two years. I was thinking. I was as I was walking over here today. I was thinking about it. Like if I, she, at this point, she is the love of my life. Even though we're not... Is this the woman that you told me about? I don't know. Maybe. I've only had one girlfriend. Who no, no, t- no. It's not your girlfriend, though. This is a woman who, like, you've known is a little bit older. Oh, no, 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 no. no, 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 no okay, no, okay. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so wait. You had a... It was a high school girlfriend, though? No, we broke up, uh, like, a year ago. Oh, shit. How long were you dating? Two years. Bro, But okay. think about that. That's the longest I've ever been. So if I, like, died tomorrow, yeah. she is considered... The love of my life. So she gets all your property, theoretically. Yeah. yeah. The brand. Uh, but now nah, I'm free agent. Also, dude, I'm entering the tunnel. So uh, as of Jan 1, and you got to tell the folks at home about the tunnel, but as of Jan 1, off all the dating apps, I've turned down girls' texts. I'm, I'm, I'm not fully in yet. But God I'm damn it, Tobin. You've been I'm telling me you're not fully in the tunnel for months, bro. Because we the gotta tunnel. Get you in. You got to tell the, pe- the peeps at home All what right, the tunnel guys. is. So, <laughs> myself and 
I'd say the way that I've been communicating with females over like the last three years, it's just been, it's been different than I had previously. Right. Uh, I started doing this podcast, the vlog, the comedy shows at a little bit of a later time in life. 2020, the end of 2020 is when we really got uh, serious about the vlog, the podcast, dropped my job. And I was like, I started this pretty late, this whole comedy game. So I think we need to tunnel in and focus on what we want to do. We want to be successful here. We want to be happy waking up every morning, man. And there have been situations when I've been in relationships and Tobin, I haven't been so happy, my guy. Of course not. And <laughs> the, the dates that I would go on are just like, I mean, it's just seemingly like a waste of time. So now it takes a lot, I'd say, for me to go from matching with a girl on an app to messaging them consistently to actually going out on a date and then linking for a second time, which right. hasn't happened in Are you still on the dating time. apps though? Yeah, I'm still on oh. it. But bro, I it's Weak. mostly, dude, it's mostly uh, promo. You want me to show you? I showed uh, You put Sam the world Sandals. on there? Yeah, I put the world on. I, I oh. Actually, oh my God, yes. Is your As name Brian the world on here. it? Oh, dude. And also we couldn't do the Raya one, like screen share, because yeah. like, it wouldn't let, but I can do it here. Okay, ready? Yeah. Come here. Brian, you want to come in here and see this? Okay. Wait, I want to make sure that we have the hold on. Oh, that's a good one. Not so much, not so much, but I'm almost there. The hot dog eating contest. Okay, and dude, then I'll show you. that sixer that you got in there, bro. Man. You still I, got I, that or dude, no? I got a little bit of a sixer action, but that was like I was starving, yeah. dying. This was during the pandemic, dude. I broke my jaw, couldn't really eat meat, and went on a f- huge fruit health chickpea type beans kick. And yeah. it was a joke, dude. I was running, I swear to God, 30 miles a week, man, working out six Days a, a week. jaw just fucking. Yeah. Dude. So I got super shredded. Um, and I'll, sh- I'll show That's you. That's a good Raya, man. Huh? I've been trying to get on Raya for no joke. You can ask to. Uh, That's what everyone get says. Get a referral. That's what everyone says. I've gotten like. I won't, I won't t- dude, I've gotten 10 referrals. I shit you not. Really? I've gotten 10 it's, referrals. Dude, it's way harder for guys. Sorry, ladies. It's just way, way harder for guys. As okay. With, so as like, and then this is. Come over here. Right? <laughs> and then this is the. Uh, this is my hinge profile. So I'm like that. Let's break the ice. Sup. Yeast. Sup. I'm a regular at Ted Jones Comedy Show. DM me. Ted Jones World. 3162. Ted Jones World. Ted Jones. Blah, blah, blah. Life. Ted Jones. Sticking my finger in my boy's butt. Yeah. So it's just mostly. I bet you, get a, I bet you get a lot, a lot of matches. I get stuff. a good amount of matches, but I never. It never connects. Yeah. Because I'll message a girl. I'll be like, oh, maybe I'll marry this girl. I'll message her, hi, with the four eyes, And then she never responds, Tobin. You got to throw an emoji in there, man. I know. I do the upside upside down smiley. You got to have a call to action, too. If you say hi to a girl on the dating apps, what is she going to do? She's like, now I got to be the fucking guy, the alpha male. And like, no, dude, she just says hi back. And then I'll go, let's meet at this place. Listen, how do you think that, how do you think it should work? Since you yourself, bro, you do well on the apps. So I've had a couple, I've had a couple different strategies. One of my strategies. And by the way, ladies, just to clarify, I'm off the apps now. So can't be bothered. (laughs) But back in my day, before, before a week ago, Back in my day, I had a couple different strategies. One, I would just say uh, Handy Liquor Bar, 8 p.m. Wednesday night, question mark. 
just because like what do we really yeah, do you done, know what I've i mean done, i've done something like that and sometimes that just really kicks worked. out the losers that just want to talk you know what i mean it's like the people that actually want to go on dates the other one if you think that she's going to need a little more more finessing you know i used to do uh the uh goslinger dicaprio question mark and no matter what she said i would go have you seen place beyond the pines no matter what she said i said now i know what we're doing on our second date and then typically what they goes what are we going to do on our first date boom handy liquor bar 8 p.m whatever and if they say uh if they if they don't say um what are we going to do on our first date then i message what you were supposed to say is what are we going to do on our first date and then i tell them that, that those are my two strategies but this is all out the window we're in the freaking tunnel man um here's the thing though i'm not fully in the tunnel because i still get tempted i think when you're fully in the tunnel you don't even get tempted a girl messages you and you don't even you're not even thinking about it that's full tunnel i'm on the cup i'm about to enter but there's a part of me that's like going to veer off one foot in one foot out. yeah one foot in stage. one foot out I think it's important for all people who are pursuing their passion at one point in their life to enter the tunnel. Yeah. Whether, whether that's six months, whether that's nine months, it's gotta be at least six though, bro. Yeah. You get up, you, a bad breakup, hit the gym four to five days a week, man. Yeah. Get in that physical tunnel, man, where you just see yourself and your dreams come closer as you. Yeah. I'm as I, dude, I, I started going to the gym on Jan one too. I got a personal trainer. Andrew. Oh, personal trainer. Bro. Just because I don't, I've never, um, I've never been taught proper form, sure. so I don't want to get like fucked up okay. and like all of a sudden Understood. I have like a weird. Bro, I would also, I would also love to give you easy things that you could do for specific body parts. Like yeah. every time I go to the gym, I go for the specific body part, whether it's the shoulders, back, Abs, come on, chest, or legs. Do you know I ass, do ass stuff? Straight. My physical yeah, therapist legs. told me I, I do legs. My ass sucks. I mean, you just do. Squ- do squats, bro. Bodyweight squats. Yeah. That's what I've been doing with Andrew. That's what I did today. Oh, Andrew's your boy? Yeah. What I mean, is this, I, an equinox uh, situation or like temple nah, fitness? T- temple. <laughs> I called it. Um, How did you do temple? What's wrong with temple? Well, it's not, nothing's bad with it. It's just it's like the lower that, tier. No, but it's the lower east side. Bro, I go to Blink, man. That's yeah, pro- yeah. I probably pay less than you. Well, now, obviously, because you're seeing Andrew, how did he get you to... He finessed me, dude. What happened? Wow. They give you a free yeah. personal training set. And then he's like, you know, I could really give you your four pack. Dude, he goes, I'll give you, uh, do you want to get a, like a routine going? And I'm like, yeah, I want to get a routine going. It's like, well, I could like, uh, do some person. And, and in my head, when he said I could get a routine going, I thought he was just going to send me some workouts, you know? But he's, <laughs> yeah, right, you know right? what I mean? Yeah. And then he, and then That's he goes, funny. uh, That's like what I, I would love to do that for you. And then he goes, uh, well, we could do some like personal training sessions. And I was like, how much is it? 16 hour? I think it might be like close More. to hundred. I kind of forget. But listen, dude, how I'm, many I'm did liquid, you buy? Dude. Yeah. I'm liquid. True. <laughs> got, how many uh, sessions did you buy? I got four. So I'm doing two weeks with him for two weeks. But, but I said, no, I don't want it. And they pregnant paused me. He just looked at me after I said, no for like 10 seconds and I've caved. What does pregnant pause mean? A pregnant pause is when you, you don't say anything. So it makes the other person, the other person's uncomfortable with the silence. So they end up talking more than they wanted to originally. Isn't that the sign of a liar too? Maybe. I don't like know. if somebody tells a lie, you just look at them. Yeah. yeah. So I, he pregnant paused me and then I caved. I was like, all right, I'll do four Damn. training sessions. I wonder if they like, learned that. 
Well, that's good, dude. That you're gonna get in the gym. I think it'll yeah. it'll improve your mental state. If you're not in a ba- if you're not in a good mental state now, well, I'm not accusing you of being in a bad. Yeah, mental yeah, state. no, I, I have the greatest mental state yeah. of all time. But uh, I'm going in at six a.m. because I'm scared of looking like a personal trainer. Good loser. for you, bro. There was a time when I was on that five a.m. gym grind. Dude. Yeah, Jet, no dude. Those people while, in there. Though. Yeah, dude. Ripped. Those are the <laughs> those are the guys that you wanna you wanna follow after. It's a nuts thing to work out that early. Yeah. So you'll be good in there, man. I'm happy for you, dude. So let's talk about uh, let's talk about baby shower, man. And when yeah, you yeah. move to the city, let's talk about your college life. We don't know much. Tell um, us, please. <clears throat> what, what, what do you want me to start with? I think whatever you deem interesting. Um, so baby sh- so baby shower is the comedy show that I do. Um, it's also a podcast. It's also trying to do like sketches and shit like that. But um. The where the uh, where that name comes from? I went to Santa Clara University, and me and my buddy, California dude, me and my buddy, uh, not UC Santa Clara. It's no Santa Clara University, oh. Jesuit. Okay, um, we had a band in college called Baby Shower, and that's where the name comes from. So we ended up breaking up the band. It was just me and another dude. We sucked. We were the worst. What'd you play? I played bass guitar and I sang one song. Slapping the bass. Slapped bass. Dude, people say sometimes that, just side note, people say sometimes that I look like Paul Rudd. Do I? I could kind of see that. <laughs> if they say it, that means yes. You know what I mean? Well, not. I don't know how many they's, dude. People give me something like John Tucker and shit. Bro, listen to what I got after a show. Some girl comes up to me. She goes, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. (laughs) And immediately I was like, I don't know if I want to hear this. But she goes, you look like the the burglar from Home Alone. And I don't. That's what I'm saying. Also, it's like the biggest. No one's ever found that guy attractive. It was the worst like hit to my ego. I'm like the fuck out of here. I was like, can I get your number at least? Well, let's get back (laughs) to you starting the brand at Baby Shower. Filling the ego. So, uh, I went to Santa Clara. I lived in San Francisco for like two or three years after that. What were you doing there? Some finance shit? Yeah, accounting. I do account. Damn, bro. So you really do got paper like that. Yeah, (laughs) Still do. (laughs) One of the best accounts in the world. Yeah, dude. Except like, I don't know if you bought crypto, dude, because that fucked me, dude. Well, it depends on when you got it. That's true. If you bought Bitcoin at 50K, (laughs) you're not doing great right now. Is that what you did? Yes. Oh my! Wild, God, wild! Look I at any YouTube in, I video. In, dude, the having. I had, <laughs> I had bought in at an earlier price, but yeah. I also bought in at fifty. You got greedy, yeah, dude. I don't think I got greedy though, because everyone was like, "It's going to the." F-. Everyone did. Everyone get greedy, maybe. But the thing is, hopefully, uh, this year cannot go any worse than last year. Are you holding though? Did you hold, yes, or did you sell yes, your fifty k no, no, Bitcoin? No, 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 I'm holding. Hodler. I'm a hodler. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, Finance. Uh, Accounting. And then I did like a couple open mics over the course of like a year. Nah, I'm not a CPA. I do a weird type of accounting where I like help company. You know, companies like don't pay taxes by putting money in like other countries. As they shouldn't. Yes. It's all legal. Uh, That's what I do. I help like companies like big companies avoid taxes by putting their money in like Switzerland, (laughs) Singapore, like. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So I don't do, I don't, like, I'm not an accountant. I don't know debits and credits and all that stuff. It's more economics. Okay. So before the open mic started in San Francisco, you're making a lot of cash? Not really, because I just started. You know what I mean? 
Like even that, those places, you don't make that much money. Well, listen, it's all, it's all relative. Yeah, it's all relative. <laughs> right, 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 right. Grant Cardone says you yeah, can't yeah, live yeah. on 400K. Do you like, see that? Huh? You see Grant Cardone say about that? 400K? Yeah. Yeah, what do you he think sa- about that? He says, if, you're, if your dream is to make 400K, your dream is too small. You can't live on 400K. And then everyone is bugging out that he said that. Yeah, is he like making, giving your mom money, dad money, living school and all that shit? And then when he added up the things that he was adding up, I guess it made sense. Yeah. He asked some guy, I think in that speech, he asked some guy in the audience, he's like, how much do you make? And the guy's like 1.2 million. He's like, my jet eats up 1.2 million a year. And everyone's I like, love dude. that, dude. Yeah. That's fresh. What's that guy's do? He's just a motivational he's speaker. Just 10X. 10X. God. Yeah. We man. should pivot, I love dude, that. and do that stuff. Tunnel. Tunnel world. And we just do motivation. I used to be in real estate. Do you know that? Yeah. Dude, I worked at my dad's company for six and a half years, bro. Working in real estate. I was you like, mean, when is it my company? Were you good at it? I got good at it. Yeah. Because I had no other choice. But like, it wasn't really. Were you doing this type of stuff? Do. Like this type of apartment? Or are you doing like high? Like no, yeah, 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 exactly. This type of walk-ups in yeah. the city, Jersey City. Uh, you know, I go to people's apartments, make sure things are working correctly. Yeah. Rents paid hallways oh, are so clean. you weren't like selling you weren't like a no, 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 no. i was a property manager oh all right that's true so yeah. there was kind of like a cap on what i could make obviously throughout the day if you're a rental broker you can make hundreds of thousands of dollars renting apartments millions even yeah. but there's a cap when you are working you know yeah as a salary man you're not getting the commish no if there had maybe been commission or room for me to grow, like a Ryan Serhant type dude, you know him? No. Dude, how do you Ryan not know these Sir. people? He's, he's, he's a broker. <laughs> Big time broker. If there was room for me to grow and shit, then. That's like me referencing like a great accountant. Yeah, do it. I'm like, you know, S- Steve Schmorgus. Sh- Schmorgus. <laughs> Steve Schmorgus. <laughs> yeah, Steve Schmorgus is the best at numbers. Dude. He's Santa Clara University from <laughs> Harford is pretty Harford, random. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Please. I did boarding school. I went to Westminster for boarding school. Yo, you fancy ass dude. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was a day student. You know about boarding school and stuff like that? Tell us. So like 90% of the kids are boarders and they stay there the whole time. They sleep over and then 10% at Westminster are day students. Yeah. So you come in, you do the fucking school. Was that all boys? No, no, no. It was girls too. I was going to say, was there a freaking Some earthquake upstairs? Did you hear that? No. Oh, my bad. I broke the fourth wall. I'm in the tunnel. Fuck! I'm in the tunnel, The fourth dude. roof. <laughs> so I was going to say, like, I thought if, if, if a lot of gay shit happened. Not the, I'm sure. <laughs> Not that I was aware of. Right, right, I was a, I, that's the there. thing. I left. So when you're a day student, you leave after class and sports. And then everyone else is still there. So they like bond and stuff like that. So yeah. the day students were losers. I was dude. thinking that. Like, wouldn't you get FOMO? I was the captain of the basketball team senior year. I was still a loser. What position still. did you play? I was a, I was shooting guard. Shooting guard? Yeah, I was like a Why three, didn't you go like to the league? Guard. I was skinny, dude. I didn't have enough weight. Because I'm thinking six six guard. You're like legit Larry I was Bird. I was getting rec- ah, you guys remind me of Larry Bird, dude. I had a better three point percentage than my free throw percentage. I was like fifty. I was like fifty percent from three. And it was just a disconnect at the line. And I'm the, not like fat. Yeah, I got I got my line. head once it was at the free throw. Everyone's looking at me and stuff. Chicks too. But I was getting recruited <laughs> by some some schools. Really? What schools? Yeah. Uh, you know Kenyon. Yes, dude. They had, <laughs> dude, they like wanted me for tennis. tennis they want too. everyone, dude. Yeah, it's where so the fuck funny. is that? Rhode Island? No, no Ohio. Where is it? Oh, yeah, it's in the yeah, middle Kenya. of Ohio. It's a sick academic school, though. Yeah, yeah. So, do you think about it, or was it, like too expensive no. potentially? No, I wasn't no, like, like uh, I. I had 
the way I thought about, I was my three schools I was thinking about going were Santa Clara, University of Miami. I then, wanted to go there too, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I had so, no chance to play on the tennis team until at least my second or third year. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to go here. I, I also was like, do I want to be like a clubbing guy or not? Like I, I'm not Miami. I'm fucking well, pale, uh, what? skinny. <laughs> what year did you graduate Santa Clara? 14? 14. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's when I graduated UConn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You should have went to UConn, bro. We would have been freaking boys. You nah, weren't down dude. for the basketball team situation. You didn't like the... I couldn't, I couldn't make I couldn't have made. No, I know, UConn. but you didn't like the idea of having a sick basketball team and potentially walking on. I here's what I remember College Prowler. Was that a website? In college, yeah. No. It rated every aspect of every college based on like peer review. It was like Yelp of college and they had F through A, you know, grading every single aspect. Academics, nightlife, bar scene, girls, guys. So I tried to go A A weather. These are the ones in like those fat books, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a website. Oh, okay. So I wanted to go a weather. I wanted to go pretty good nightlife, and I also wanted the biggest disconnect between girls and guys. I wanted a place that had like a girls and like B minus guys, so that I could like be cool. You, you know what I mean? Even, you weren't even looking at percentages wise, like seventy percent female, thirty percent. No, male. dude. No, I wanted hot chicks, loser guys. And that's what Santa Clara had a good divergence. You have a good time out there? Yeah, yeah, it was the best. Do you ever think about moving to San Francisco, like staying when you were actually out there? Well, I was, I was there for like two or three years. San Francisco is great if you have like a girl. If you're a single guy, it sucks. Because everything's it, uphill? Well, every, <laughs> yeah, every uh, the ratio sucks there. You go out, it's like 30% girls, 70%. It's all it's tech. A tech yeah, it's a bunch yeah, of tech yeah, nerds, yeah, you know say, what I mean? Yeah. I liked comedy. And I did like maybe four open mics over the course of a year. And I was like listening to podcasts or like, you gotta be in New York or LA and I'm from the East coast. So I was like, let me move to New York. Did stand up like every day since I moved here. And then like six months into comedy, I wasn't getting booked on any shows. And in my head, I was like, I'm nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. I should be getting, when that's yeah. not the reality. I shouldn't have been getting booked. So I just started baby shower comedy to that's do a show. That's the way show. to do it, dude. That's the so, way to do yeah, it. Yeah. So I've been doing baby shower comedy for like, I don't know, five, six, seven years or whatever. Pave your own way at the Canary Club. Yeah, at the Canary Club now, yeah. One of the best and worst shows in the city. Every, I mean, I've been there a few times. Every time yeah. I went, it's great. It's it's sexy. The people are all, the people are like hot and sexy, but the they don't like to laugh. Right. It's a tough room because it's a bunch of Lower East Side hot people. It's also, like, I feel like it's also not dark enough in there maybe for people to right. be laughing at anything they want to laugh at. Yeah, you know, like that's a, that. Yeah, that's what sometimes people... And everyone's in a circle kind of too. Yeah. So everyone's kind of like looking at each other. Shoe, right? Yeah, I would, yeah. Everyone should just be, but whatever. It's good work room to work out stuff. For sure, brother. <laughs> high school experience. Going to high school in Hartford. Did you spend time in New York City? I feel like people who are listening to this on audio think I actually just read that off a piece of paper. But no, that's off the top of my head. I don't think. I may have went like a couple times. Peter Pan bus. Not, no, nah, I think we like drove in or like we would drive to the train and train in maybe. But How, not much. Hartford, Hartford's kind of far. It's not like yeah, Southern Connecticut. So you know what, what kind I mean? of stuff did you do in Hartford, though? Like go to the mall Nothing, and shit? dude. I, fuck, I like played sports and smoked weed and like did house parties. Weed. Yeah, I, I smoked a lot, like too much weed in high school. Um, where I think like, I even wonder, I was like, if I didn't smoke that much weed, I'd be so much smarter, dude. 
Oh, you think it stunted your brain? I think it stunted my Didn't brain. Didn't stunt of your growth yeah. though. No, they get it because I was just like lied there and grew. My well, dad would always say that to me. Teddy, well, don't smoke. It stunts your growth. And now he just goes, Teddy. Can I have a hit? <laughs> Every time I'm smoking weed, dude. Yeah, yeah. Today, were you smoking a lot in high school? Yeah, smoking a good amount. I was drinking a lot too, but now yeah. I just mostly stick to smoking of the weed. Yeah, you, know? you don't drink that much. Not really. How Maybe many dates once are you every going on six now? weeks, dude. Last time I went on a date in New York, over six months for sure. Over six months for sure. And you're on, so you're not really on that. When you like pull up the apps, you're not really on there. You're not on there. No, every no, day. no. I just look. I just look. I am on there every day, though. Really? To be honest, I had to put a How time much? limit. I had 30? to put a time limit. Yeah, I yeah. had to put two time limits. Thirty minutes. Dude, I was on the dating in my prime. I was on dating apps for like three, four hours a day. It was brutal. It was sucks. Just hammering messages or just like trying to get matches? Dude, I had this whole I had this whole system on Hinge where you could get the hottest girls <laughs> and it took a little time. <laughs> You're it like the took a little of time. Hinge, dude. Dude, here's what you have to do for all the guys out there. Ladies, you could do this for guys too, but you know the standouts? Have I told you about this? I think I have the same sweatshirt as you, Brian. <coughs> yeah, in maroon champion what were you saying if you, you know the standouts on hinge <laughs> yeah those are the only times you can find girls that i think are attractive right you know how you can only give them a rose you can't find them yes so so what you do we do we do, and if you give a rose it's a loser move right because it shows too much interest so what you have to do here's what you do Fuck. narrow your search criteria to something extremely small you do like whatever your height you know five nine to five ten one mile radius, 26 to 27. And then they give you all the losers up top, right? And you just fucking get rid of them as quick as you can. You get rid of them as quick as you can. And then after you get rid of all the losers, all they can give you now is the standouts of that category because there's no more left. So Interesting. Then, and then you can give them regular likes. And now the girls are like, I get roses from all these guys. How did this guy just give me a regular? He must be like, cool. If he gave me a regular, like, wow, good thought. Okay. Yeah. And that's how you'd spend so much time on it. Yeah. You, you just keep changing your. Of all, yes. And then once you write and then it goes, you might need to widen your criteria, Tobin. It goes like you're out of potential people. Like I swipe through all the people in that category and then you widen it like, one year one mile or one inch and then you do it again boom boom get rid of all the losers standouts <laughs> and so you think 26 27 is your bracket kind of well, I, I, I was on it so much i ended up getting up to like 24 to 30 three mile radius like 5 10 to 6 2 i swiped on them all 5 10 is pretty tall I but i swiped guess you're on a tall them guy all. yeah yeah that's the other thing if you're tall like if you're six foot seven six foot eight you end up getting which is what you are yeah not not that i like taller girls more it's just i can get a like a hotter cooler girl that's taller because she has no she has no option but to go out with like me you know are people ever super annoying about your height i mean i'm sure but like yeah, anything people, yeah. anything stand out in terms of annoying speaking of standouts uh people like ask about like they're like how tall are you and i'll tell them and they have like it just ends the conversation because they have no nothing to follow up on you know that's kind of annoying, but other than that, it's all the pros far outweigh the cons. Ooh, There's what are some pros? Things. Pros, people, I guess, think that it's like good. 
So people, tr- I feel like people treat you better, right? If there's like a tall person, there's more respect from, from a tall person. It's just like genetics. If there's a hot person, you treat them kind of better, right? If you're rich, they treat you better. So if you're tall, anything that like stands out, people like treat well, you. Well, where do you think is t- too tall is too tall? I kind of, I kind of wish, I think the best height's probably six, five. That's the sexiest height. That's just a manly, tall, yes. solid type, like athlete. Yes. It seems like. To be and you're six, usually five. kind of on the edge. If you're in the room, you're kind of on the edge of the tallest, but sometimes. No, dude, I feel like you're definitely the tallest if you're six, five yeah, yeah. in that room. No. Well, yeah, that, that's like my side. I kind of find myself towards the tallest people right. in the room being almost six two. Here's the thing. You might, you might figure if you go to like a party or something like that, or a bar, since you're six two, sometimes you'll be like taller than everyone. Yeah. If you look around, you kind of end up making eye contact with people that you don't mean to make eye contact with. Right. Like other dudes, other girls, guys, whatever, just because you're ahead of, Someone that's short, they can only make eye contact with the people around them, yeah, right? Five or six free. people. Yeah. And then they end up seeing you in the background because you're tall. That's the only other person they can see. Yeah. So sometimes I'll be like at a bar and I'll make awkward eye contact with someone, not intentionally. <laughs> and now like <laughs> now I'm you the have to weirdo. Smash. Yeah, now I'm the weirdo that's just like, uh, you know. Anyway, that's another weird Interesting. thing. Interesting. I'm out of the bar game, dude. <clears throat> I'm over it. My buddy just hit me up this afternoon. He's like, we're at 310 Bowery. Come through. And I'm like, I don't day drink anymore. Yeah, one of my buddies wanted to go to Fig Bar. Vig Bar. Is that what's called? Fig Bar. Bowery, dude. I used to do a lot of that shit. Brunch and the day drinking. It would ruin my Saturday. I mean, naturally, because I'd have many drinks during the day. But then I'd usually have like a good day the next day. There was a time when I really never got hungover. Up until I turned probably 28. Then... Yeah. The 48 hour hangovers started actually. Would you do like in. the brunch day drink, take a nap and then rally for the night? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was a yeah. club promoter for a few years, yeah, man. Yeah. I, like I was, so awesome, I was out like six nights a week, bro. Tables, bottles, 12 chicks. Yeah. And that was my job. Let me ask you this. So you, when you're a club promoter, you're around a lot of like really hot girls, right? A lot of models that, that you know? Yeah. Would they be interested in you or did they kind of not think that you were that? Like, did they like the club promoter thing about you or not? I think so. Cause I met a lot of, I met a lot more females through saying that that's what I did yeah. and networking as that person. Granted, I would have sure girls who were attracted <laughs> to me, bro. And, yeah, I, yeah. and I thought they were hot too. But I think for the most part, it wasn't like all 12 chicks were trying to bang me. Right. Maybe they would. But I don't think that that was their goal for the night. Their goal was like to get free drinks and like hang out at this trendy spot. And then maybe the rich Turkish guy who has a table next to us marries them or something like that. That was I think that was kind of like I got what I wanted out of it because I got a free table, bottles. I bring any one of my boys and I get paid $20 per girl that I brought. Right. So right. it was it, it was a win win. But, bro, it was like 12 to three thirty every single night, six nights a week. Not every single night, but yeah, six nights a week. And what you'd sleep into like two and stuff like that. Yeah. Let me ask you this: so you, so you saw that? What were these girls looking for? Like, do, those types of girls that like 
models do they go just for free drinks and to hang out with their friends or are it's they the going scene. out to like it, meet people it's the scene it's a status thing like, yeah. oh i'm at this promoter table drinking for free i got in for free i didn't have to wait online for free yeah and now i'm passing all these girls who are waiting online i'm walking in oh that girl doesn't have a table or bottles i'm getting attention from this it's a status thing as yeah, guys yeah. you know when they get in the club too guys will spend twenty five hundred dollars on the table for one night with three of their boys because they work in finance it's not like, dude that's a lot yeah. of money to spend on one night so it's like it's that status thing were right? you ever at the box were you ever promoting at the box Never was do you know about the box? the box of course of midgets peeing on each other little people insane want to talk dude. about the box a little bit huh your experience there yeah i went i went to like a concert in brooklyn um and then my buddy told me he's like oh you want to go to the box right and the box i i've only heard about the box my buddy's like it's the hardest door in the city it's one of the hardest right yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I was like, yeah, sure, let's go to the box. So we meet up with this guy who I guess used to work at the box. It was his birthday, and he's all New York dap. You know, he's got, like, all, all leather. Black. He's got a top hat. Chains. He's got rings on all of his <laughs> fingers, like, full New York dap. And I'm like, this is crazy. So he's got, like, a bunch of people. So we go to the box. We walk in, and he uh, – there's, like – it's kind of like a club, right? It kind of looks like a theater, like a mini theater in a way. There's a couple levels – and you go in, you're partying, everyone's like having fun. Bunch of hot chicks, um, dancers, like burlesque dancers. Then all of a sudden, like they stop the music and some guy comes on. He's like, all right, ready for the show. So you sit down and there's just insanity. There was, uh, yeah, like midgets peeing on people. Like there's like burlesque. <clears throat> I didn't see the fucking, but the craziest thing that happened, this uh, person went up on stage dressed as Anna Wintour. And there's a toilet on stage and the person gargoyles it, right? So like stands on the toilet seat, uh, ass to us and starts shitting in the toilets, in the toilet on stage and then grabs some a Vogue magazine and starts ripping pages out and wiping their ass on stage. And then li it's not, listen to this, grabs the, t after wipes the ass with the, <laughs> with the thing, it puts it puts the uh, Vogue paper like in between its ass cheeks, grabs a plunger, and with the nub side, the wooden side, shoves the paper up up its ass. It was insanity. And everyone's screaming. Everyone's like, yeah. And I'm like, what is going on here? So the magazine is stuck inside them. Yeah. Him or her. Yeah. Probably went probably went to the green room and shit it out. But I'm assuming it doesn't stay up there. Insanity. What's and that's that's what me and my butt like 10 minutes after me and my buddy are like, all right, we got to get out yeah, of here. When was so that? It's like a, it was like a Wednesday night. Like that was that was like maybe three, four months ago. I mean, it is very fun how any given night in New York City, you can find something like that. Like yeah. a Wednesday night in Hartford. I don't know where you'd find no, that, dude, right? You can't, you can't. You have to you have to do it yourself. So you're going to be in New York the rest of your life? Love it. I like New York. Part of me thinks if everything goes well, I think L.A. Right? It brings, if you're doing well, I feel like L.A. kind of brings it, brings them to you. Um, also, I love the sun, dude. The, what, the weather in New York sucks. Um, Stand-up-wise, it's the best place to be doing everything but like la there's just another the sun the beach once again i've, I've only been there maybe like 10 times i've never been there for a long period of that's time a, what do you mean only 10 times that's a lot of times ah, i like lived in california oh, right. you know and you I mean? went from so, san francisco down to la yeah i'll just like bust down there and <clears throat> not bust down there bust down there um 
BUST. I heard people are like, it's, it's lame. So I'm, I'm wondering whether if you spend a significant amount of time, they're like more than a week. LA. You went, yeah, you end up being like, this place sucks. The multiple times I've been out there, I'm like, after four nights, I'm like, all right, I'm yeah. ready to get back to New York. No matter the weather, man. It's just, there. it's too difficult to do things. Like if yeah. you forget, I've used this example many times, so you guys have heard it. If you forget toothpaste at CVS after you were just at CVS buying all these things, now you got to drive back to CVS 20 minutes. And yeah, it's get, like an it's hour. A, you know what I mean? As opposed to being in New York City, you go downstairs to the deli, which also yeah. sells toothpaste. Yeah. So it's like you got your deli, your barbershop, your cleaners. Your gym, all in the same block in New York. Yeah. In LA, that takes two days. You to went to Duke things. and wrote your college essay, or you visited Duke, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe. you wrote you wrote your college essay on how you wanted to walk on to the basketball team. Yeah, that was the whole essay, and they. I think that's what broke the camel's back. Like this guy's an idiot, dude. I think that's funny, and I think that's actually like. What's the freaking word? My parents sometimes listen Dude, to the podcast and they're like, you got to start reading the dictionary, come up with more words. Yeah. The source. Visionary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Visionary. The thing is, is like all these guys probably have a bunch of like, oh, I'm like excited in the math department, like this and that. Like I like engineering. You have a great engineering program. Um, I said I want to play basketball. The odds of me walking on the team are probably like 1%. Yeah. So why would they accept a guy that like if he doesn't get onto the team he has no other like that's just what he wanted to do now he's fu- now he's just true he might transfer and that'll make him look bad. Duke. But your your sisters <clears throat> went there. My older sister went there. My dad went there. My uncle, two cousins. Did you think you were going to get in? I thought I was going to get it. I tr- I think I did early decision, um, which helps, right? And then also. Uh, I wasn't, I was like a B plus student, decent SAT. So yeah. I wasn't like an all, I wasn't like, what'd an you get on the SATs? Student. I think I want to say fort is 14. No, no, no. Out of 2,400, right? 2,400, maybe yeah. like 1860. I want to yeah, say bro, I got a 1590 and I cheated, dude. I may have gone. Fi- I, I honestly need to look back at that. I forget. Uh, right. 1860 sounds, That's but good. it's out of what? 2,400. Yeah. Yeah. But it was different. It wasn't like percentages wise. It was like if you hit 2000, like, because it's impossible to get 2300. So right. they say. Like I think my sister that got in got like a 22. Yeah, like that's insane. If you got anything yeah. in the 2200s. But bro, okay, so I semi cheated. I didn't cheat on the full SAT, but there was a kid next to me. I had extra time. He had the same test as me. So, like, for sections of the, of How the do SATs. You know? But don't they switch around all the Yeah, stuff? but not where they give you extra time, bro. It's kind of crazy. I feel a little bit bad about that, but I wouldn't have gotten into UConn if I didn't get those SAT scores, bro. Where are you from? Aren't you from Florida? No, here. I was born in New Brunswick, lived there for six weeks in New Jersey, and then moved to Manhattan. Both my parents. Why did you choose UConn? Just that curious. Because of uh, the sports program. I wanted to be at a top tier D1 sports program because I was homeschooled for tennis for ninth grade. And then for 10th, 11th, and 12th, I went to performing arts school for tennis. So I can leave on Thursday. They send me the homework. I come back. I take the test, something like that. So I was super serious about tennis. I did not want my, all this time that I spent on tennis to be wasted by going to a school like U Miami and I might not play. I might never play. Uh, UConn was giving me attention. It was close by. I was looking at BU. I wanted to be close to home. So it was either like U Miami Maryland, which I might not play, Indiana, which I might not play, Rollins College in Winter Park, Florida, which yeah. I would probably play, and then UConn. So I was like, B 
BU maybe was a thought, but I just wanted to be close to home. I wanted to play and UConn sports program at the time, dude. Like when I went there freshman year, we won the national championships in basketball. And for Duke? No. I mean, I'm even for, for basketball. <laughs> for UConn, yeah, for Duke. <laughs> and then the UConn women, when I was there, won 100 games. So like everything that the athletic program got from yeah. the basketball team and the football team bringing in all that money, we saw some of it even you though it down yeah even though we you were, guys were wearing basketball shorts on the yeah, tennis dude, court literally like literally. last year's <laughs> that's insane that you said that like literally like down, no, to really? our, down to our knees we weren't wearing like their right. used stuff but it was new stuff and uh it was just it was a crazy experience bro i had yeah. a, Do you I still had a good have time. uconn like so much gear. and stuff so, like that yes yeah, so much Do you ever rep it or no Eh, maybe sometimes at the gym, but now yeah. you know what I rep. Not when you're a club promoter. Now you know what you I really freaking rep, son. The world, dude. The world. The world. Dude, you... Oh, man. Dude. So, Tobin, I will say that I think you've become one of my better friends in comedy. For sure, actually. I like, wish every I could time say I the same for you now. <laughs> <laughs> every time I see you, man, I got a smile on my face. Even if you don't have a smile on yours, bro. Here's I think, the thing, because me and you have hand. other... Here's the issue, but a bunch of, like, comics and stuff like that, they have nothing to say other than, like, oh, where where are you at tonight? Like, what spots do you have? And I'm like, do you have anything else? To, like, we have the tunnel. <laughs> That's what we share. We're we both like, what's going on with the tunnel? Are you dating <laughs> chicks? How's your t- how's What's your tunnel? tunnel? Yeah, how's, how's your, your tunnel? tunnel? My tunnel's like all right right yeah. now. I don't know if I'm yeah. fully in. Nice and tight tunnel. But like when we see each other, we have other stuff to talk about other than just like, oh, how's yeah? You, know, you got any spots what tonight? Spots you, you going up? How yeah. they doing in there? I always hate that. I'm like, what the fuck do you care? That's an empty question. Have you ever had a really bad experience at one of your shows with a comic and audience member or the comic being a dick to you since you've run the show for so long? Have you any, have had any serious issues with the venue or the comic or stuff that you could talk about venue? No, like my, my good buddy from college runs some different, some restaurants and that's one of his restaurants. So like I'm, I, I can kind of do whatever I want there. They're like, just whatever Tobin says, just do it. You know? Yeah. Um, comics. One funny thing that happened, you know how the show got like these people, like they're on their phones. Like it's, it's kind of a shit show sometimes in there. One comic went up. He's a, he's a really good, I'm not going to say his name, but he's, he's a fantastic seller comic. Um, he went up, he was first and 30 seconds in he goes i'm not i'm not doing this fuck this come get me tobin so i had to bust through and grab he just walked off stage and i looked everyone was on their everyone was like ordering drinks everyone was on their phone the next wait, wait, wait. Comic, can, we, like, can next. we edit i'll edit this part out who was it who you just basically you handle it like how you got to handle your comedy bro just you're loosey-goosey you don't give a fuck what happens i'm not i'm not in it i'm not in it to produce a comedy show you know the only reason i'm doing that is to become a better comedian so when stuff like that happens i don't really give a shit i go up to the comic like guys sorry they're weird man so you know sorry to you know and then the audience I just kind of messed around with them. I'm like, you guys are really tough. You know, I just like kind of messed with them a little bit and then brought up the next comic. But the way I run my comedy show, I don't want any, I want to think about as little as possible because it takes away from the other things that I should be doing, writing jokes, doing like actually my work, you know, like all that stuff like that ladies back in the day, like it just takes away time. So when I when the way I run my show, maybe like once a month I sit down and I book all, 
the comics for a month. I just blast out a bunch of things or it, and then I forget about it. Sometimes people show up to the show and they're like, yeah, I'm like on and I like forget. I'm like, oh, all right. Do your parents on. ever go to your shows? No, nah, I've had everyone except um, everyone except one of my sisters and my dad has seen me do stand up. But they're, you, they're supportive, though. Yeah, they're all. Yeah. I gave my dad uh, for Christmas a baby shower comedy sweatshirt and I guess he wears it all the time. What's been your favorite part about being in New York? <clears throat> these last six or seven years um uh well it's like the best it's it's the best it's the best city right you're, you're never bored <laughs> such a cliche i mean it's the best city you get right uh you're never bored you could always do something you go find people shoving newspaper up their ass um the the girls right this is gonna sound really bad but the girls are the best girl like girl they're the best and worst girls in the city in the world right they're the most attractive, but they're also kind of like, and the guys are the same way. It's the best and worst guys in the world mm-hmm. is New York. We're dicks. We can't be no one in New it, It's hard to impress people in New York because it's just lights. There's too many hot people. You can do things every day of the week. It's the best. So like we all end up becoming assholes. That's why you become an asshole in New York. You're overstimulated. Hey, I'm walking here. Yeah. Let's talk about your documentary, please. Oh my doc, yeah! I Please, took, bro. I took a six month leave of absence for my for my day job because I was just burnt out, and I did uh, I did like a forty five day road trip across the country. So dope! You so, organized uh, that all yourself too? Yeah, yeah, that's great, man. So I just reached out to um, comedy shows in the cities that I was going to stop in, like San Diego, Austin, L.A., all that stuff, uh, Chattanooga, and I just did comedy on the way and then i camped out in like national parks but yeah i just brought a camera i was like i need to at least document this so i just like would film weird things i didn't really have a plan on what it was going to be and then after the uh the road trip i just sat down watched all of it and i was like yeah. how, how could i put this together to make it somewhat coherent you know what i mean and i still it's the best and worst documentary you'll ever like a man from New York, yes. like himself. It's the best word. But I did everything. I did all the editing. I did. I bought a synthesizer so What's I could that? make. It's like it's a keyboard, but it's like you can modify the waves. The sound waves? Yeah, the sound waves. So like a uh, keyboard, it has 100 presets. Yeah. The synthesizer, you make those presets. You can yeah. like just turn the dial a little bit and it goes, whoa, 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 like more. And you can. Um, so it's more like. I guess sophisticated and advanced than a keyboard. You can kind of meld it. So I, I just got a key, uh, synthesizer. I would fuck around with it. I'd make, I made the soundtrack and, and I would dub over like um, parts in the documentary. So I did everything. Well, we got to check that out, bro. On your, yeah, yeah, uh, YouTube on your profile. Baby, baby shower comedy. It's also in your link tree. On it's your, in my link tree. On yeah. your, uh, th- I just got my link tree. What do you think about bro. it? Link tree's fresh. I haven't checked out your link tree recently. Yeah. Well, I have it, seen well it that's previously. all. It, yeah. Uh, you were at a roast battle the other night. Derek Dresher. Oh, yeah. Which is, dude, that's that? the third time he's been mentioned in a row on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I saw pictures of that. How was that roast battle? I hate, I hate roast battle. I did two when I first started comedy, and I think I lost both. And I hate, I hate roasting because you waste a lot of time. You have to write jokes 
for an hour, hour and a half that you'll only use once. And you can't practice it, so you don't know what's going to happen once you get there. And it's very hard, I'm sure, to just do improv up there at a roast Yeah, you it can't. It doesn't work. Yeah, you can't riff. So I, um, I decided Derek went to jail for however many years. I don't know how many years. But yeah, so I, like did, I did nine jokes about how he sucked cock in jail. <laughs> Every joke, all nine jokes. So I was like kind of nervous about that because if they weren't on board, it'd bomb. So I went there. We go up on stage. We're like first or whatever. And the first, I win the first round. They loved the dick sucking jokes up top. I win the first round. Second round, they stopped being into the dick sucking jokes. They're like, this guy, that's all he's got. You know what I mean? <laughs> so Derek won the second round. Then went to third round. Oh, right? shit. That's went a to three? a third round. That, and that, all uh, I have, I'm not doing backup sh- you know what i mean i'm not like writing 20 jokes and going on the floor so i just had to continue with the just dick hammer su- the dick second so i just hammered another three and then they loved it because they're like this guy's not backing down from the dick sucking so i did three additional dick sucking jokes and i dot the third round i like dominated it like just crushed and the um one of the judges um who's the guy that i mentioned earlier he was one of the judges uh, he was like, there's nothing more than I like at roast bell than relentless dick sucking <laughs> jokes. <laughs> oh, that's pretty. So now yeah. do you go, what's the format? You go back like another time and you battle somebody no, else? Done, or? No, it was just like, oh, it's, a, just a, it's not a one off thing. Right, 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 but right. Derek, like how, when he, he hit me up, he's like, yo, you want to roast? And I was like, not really. He's like, come on, don't be a bitch. I was like, if you need me to roast, I'll do it. But I really don't want to. I was like, I'll do it if you need me to do it, but I really don't want to. He's like, come on, it'll be fun. I'm like, all right, fine, I'll do it. What are you looking forward to most in 2023 now that we're here? 2023, uh, I got some goal. I, I wrote down some goals. Shower um, notes or shower? Did, did you see my shower notes? No. What you want to go take a notes? quick pick, a uh, quick peek before we get out of here? Actually, shower. Uh, shower notes. We spoke about this uh, yesterday. <laughs> Brian's getting in there. We we um. Uh, we spoke about this when JJ was here, as you guys can see right now. I just have fresh notes over in the shower. Sometimes I'd like you guys not to see it. So hopefully Brian won't be too detailed in what he's showing right now. Uh, but yeah, bro, got the fresh shower notes. Tobin, are you studying that or what? Is he studying the shower notes? Sorry, I wasn't quick enough. Are those sticky notes? Yeah, those are sticky notes. You got to get some of those for the tunnel. Does it we wash actually, off? How I, does it like? I might stay even up? actually buy you a, a, a pad. So uh, it stays up with water, huh? It stays up with water. So you get the pad; it's in there, and the pad just stays wet. You put it on the wall, and it just sticks. It's crazy. You have to buy it. It's crazy. Oh, you need to send me a link, man. Yeah, dude. I will. Okay, I I, I I like that. It's very cool. Yeah. Twenty twenty three. What you got coming up that you're excited for? Tell us. Let us know. Well, uh, com- just general comedy, all that stuff. Um, I'm trying to get a thousand subs on my uh, YouTube account. We had a hundred. We have a hundred up till now. I'm trying to 10x that. YouTube Shorts. YouTube Shorts. I'm doing. I'm putting up Baby Shark comedy podcast clips. I'm putting up like uh, stand up clips, all that stuff. Um, I'm trying to be, be like uh, no dating apps. I'm going to try to do a full year no dating apps. Wow. Just go out in the wild. So 51 weeks left? 
Yeah, yeah, 51. Well, bro, we would love to have you on within the next 51 weeks and see how you're doing. Sounds like you're trying to get me off, Ted. No, I'm I'm, I'm ensuring that we get you on the next time. Tobin, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for... Have a good spot tonight. Yeah, thank you for what? Thanks for letting me come into the world, dude. Bro, thank you for coming on the world. And as we just freaking are wrapping up, the camera freaking died, guys. I don't know what was the issue with the camera today, but as you guys are listening to this, we're still in the episode. Ted Jones World Podcast, guys. Thursday, January 19th, 8 p.m. We have the Ted Jones Comedy Show at the Moxie Hotel, 145 Bowery Street, guys. It's going to be lit. Check the link in this YouTube video. Follow Tobin. Tobin, shout out your Instagram really quick as we pop it up right here. Tobin Comedy on Instagram. Go to my link tree. You can see all the shit there. Truly a great man. Follow him on the gram. He's a funny guy. And um, I look forward to (laughs) building and connecting more with you, my man. Likewise. Tobin, thanks so much. (laughs) Bye, guys. Thanks, Brian.